Running Sentences presents a short story, Morality Police. A moral crime has been reported, so an officer of the moral police responds, though they did not expect a fight over morals when they arrive. This story is written and narrated by Michael Henry. This is a work of fiction. Any names, characters, businesses, events, and situations within this story are products of the author's imagination. Any resemblance to fictional or real events, characters, businesses, and situations is purely coincidental. Copyright 2023. Michael Henry. All rights reserved. Alice was steaming mad. She had done nothing wrong and had merely been walking down the sidewalk when out of a nearby shop came this shopkeeper. He had instantly gotten in her way, waving a finger about in her face. What is it now? You know what it is. I've already called the proper authorities this time. No, Mr. Bob, if that is your name, I doubt it since it sounds so convenient. I don't know what this is. His hand-waving continued towards her proud chest. That is the problem. You're upset that I have a pair of breasts. That is your issue? You can get a pair of your own from a plastic surgeon if you want to enjoy tits. You know, you have them all. You have them out for all to see. Her shirt was certainly see-through and a thing of mesh material as well. But there was nothing against that and, uh... No laws or rules that she knew of that she was breaking, and she should know since she purposefully looked all of that up to make sure that it was okay. So what? It's fine for the public, and I am wearing a shirt. But it is not moral! What do morals have to do with breasts? It it is the ruling of God not to show what you have to the world. What God? What's his name? Before he could answer, though, a spiffy-looking man in a uniform sprinted across the street over to them so that he was now before them. There was a club baton in his hand, and despite his run, not a single crease in his uniform looked out of place. Forgive my lateness, I just got to the call that morality was being broken in twain. Alice looked over incredulously at this new figure, and then back at the shopkeeper. Was this man really calling some weird people to stop her from doing nothing illegal? It didn't make any sense, and she took a step to move past them. Excuse me, I do not have time for this. The new arrival, though, moved so that he could step in her way. I believe you are the reason I have been called here. Yes, her. She is the problem. It's clear that she has no morals. How can you say that I have no morals? You do not know me other than I walk past your shop from time to time. It is plain for all to see with your breasts out that morals are low on your list of life things to care about. It is immoral. She was starting to get frustrated as he waved his hand about. A further argument was probably going to be pointless, but there was a voice in the back of her mind that kept egging her on. Can either of you then please explain to me how part of a woman's body is moral or not? Or even male bodies, because there are men out there with boobies as well. Hmm? Please, explain away. 
The two men looked to one another, pausing briefly as they opened their mouths to talk only to shut them again. Whatever the answer was, it apparently wasn't worth saying that, that they'd thought of at that moment. It doesn't matter, as the morality police have rules against what is wrong within society. Do they now, Mr. Officer Person? I am Officer Bruce of the Division of Walking Around Moral Police, and you, miss, are committing the most heinous of crimes. Yes, yes, she is, Officer. Arrest her and throw away the key to her cell. You are not touching me. I have never heard of a moral police, so you have no authority over me. If I've really done something wrong, then call the actual cops, please. Bruce moved to grab at her arm as he produced a set of handcuffs that didn't look quite right. Fake, almost. She pulled away, though, with a hard tug to her arm to make sure that he knew not to touch her. You are under arrest. Further resistance will only add to charges against you on grounds of low morals. Please let me arrest you so that I can get noticed by my superiors and get promoted up the chain. She looked at this fake officer incredulously and wanted to rear back her hand to give him a good slap. What? He was not going to touch her or charge her with some made-up charges? I am not going to allow that. Your morals have been so corrupted that you won't even listen to the officer of the law. You are not an officer. It's best to listen to him, lady. We don't want these streets riddled with crime and questionable morals, and he is the morals officer. My shop could never stay open under such circumstances that let your things out into the public. The fact that the shop owner was interjecting this manners turned to him. This was all his fault, after all, since she was doing nothing wrong and he decided to interrupt her life. Call the police, or I will. What? The police, shopkeep. I'd like to see you and your moral god talk your way around an actual police officer. That's why you, Mr. Owner, called this fool, isn't it? You can't get the real police to come down here because no laws are being broken. It took a minute for anyone to move or act. The shop owner, Bob, and the moral police officer, Bruce, both looked rather nervous. They didn't like this. Neither wanted to back down, though, and so the officer puffed out his chest to prove this. Our morals are above the law. They answer to God. Right, I forgot about that. Who is your God? God is God, right, Officer Bruce? Exactly. Our God is a moral God. Does he, or she, I'm guessing he, since uh, that's probably all you'd accept, have a name? God is God. Officer, this God doesn't have a name you call him. How can you call him moral when you don't know him on a first name basis? Or trust him if he isn't willing to give you something to call him by? You just accept that when you call out for favors that your God will answer? What if there are multiple gods out there? You could get a God answering you who isn't moral. What would you do then? It doesn't matter. Oh, you're going against all our moral rules and obligations. And what exactly are those? Hmm? You have these rules, but I've never seen them. I know of ones you we consider laws, like murder is morally bad, but the ones you two are pandering to, I don't believe exist. 
This moral police officer began patting themselves down, tucking the baton under their arm as they did to look for their little rule book. Meanwhile, the shop owner, Bob, had his finger back in her face to distract her. You don't need to know them. You need to know that you've crossed the line, little missy. Your morals are so highly questionable because of the way you dress. But nothing I've done is illegal. The only person I've offended is you and your son, moral officer, who has no power. Well, true. He has plenty of power invested in him by the local county and all the areas in the community. The community, definitely, yes. Alice examined this nervous-looking Bob, who didn't seem to trust even his own words. The little name tag on the shirt did read Bob, uh, but sort of felt common, made up. It didn't seem like he was the type of person who would give a real name. But this was interrupted as a book was waved suddenly in front of her face, forcing her to take a step back to see what it was. She was eventually able to read the title when the officer stopped waving it around. It claimed to be the moral guide and laws of righteous men and women across the world. She rolled her eyes and took a f further step back. They weren't going to let her through to her destination, the beach. And then perhaps it was best to just move on and try a different road. Calling the cops at this point would probably just be a load of trouble and they would only concentrate in on her since her shirt did reveal her breasts, but it was behind a mesh. And they might even agree with these losers. Well, it's uh, been fun. Not really, but uh, I think I... you understand my point, but I must be going. You're under arrest, though. No, I'm not, officer. Or fake officer. You have no authority, and you know it. But he does have the power to do that. I told you that we, the shop owners of this area, have imbued him with this ability to arrest low moral people. I doubt you did, since out of all of the shops here, you seem to be the only one trying to be moral. It is a righteous job. Someone has to be the force to enforce this, and I'm just the one who's willing to do it. All Alice wanted to do now was run away from these two, but that might set off a chase. No, it was best to back away from them with a fake smile, keeping that distance, and they would never see it coming. I really must go. You two have fun chasing down other moral offendees, I guess, and I'll make sure to report you to Town Hall. Okay. They took a step forward. You can't just leave. We have a procedure to follow, miss. Come another step closer and I will kick you. That would be assault of an officer. Battery, dumbass, and I know how to protect myself, so just go away. Well, um, can I at least have your name? The officer sort of taking a step forward. No! Well, what about me? She looked at the shopkeeper with surprise. No! They seemed to be frozen in place, surprised by this disappointing turn of fate. Alice wasted no time in backing further up and getting out of there. She was not going to wait for them to realize their dreams of arresting someone who they felt had no morals, but had more morals than them. She was getting further and further away from them before they realized something was wrong. Hey, wait, you forgot you're being arrested. Then the officer took a step forward, but by this time she had gotten far enough away that chasing after her just didn't seem worth the effort. So they just stood there, 
and she ran away. End of the Morality Police Thank you for listening.